I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Coming to you live across the country, thanking all the program directors of various radio stations that air this program. Thank you. You have plenty of shows to choose from. You choose ours. We're very grateful. And to the listeners that support this program by listening and going to the advertisers, spending your money there, letting people know that you support this program, we thank you. And uh, for those that uh, listen on Aftermath.fm, we thank you. TalkStreamLive.com, thank you. Uh, These are places where you can listen for free, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. And for those of you that uh, want to listen at a more convenient time we always do this on aftermath.media podcast form and uh, without commercial interruption at least uh we uh, do our best and uh, it's fantastic people subscribing to aftermath We've got a week left on that yearly deal of 79 dollars a year otherwise it's ten dollars a month and we have the friends and family deal too uh where you can get uh, your subscription and three other people with you at 139 dollars a year so it's pretty good I mean, you'll be able to check out why so many people are excited and are jumping on board to be part of Aftermath.media. It's our own little digital playground. It's immense. It's getting bigger by the day, and people are loving it. It's because we build upon it, and uh, we really are proud of how it's been put together. And it's in a very safe spot, so you can always, hopefully, I mean, we've been holding it together pretty well, and you can go there and feel safe among people that uh, support Ground Zero and some of these other fine shows you hear on aftermath.media that's aftermath.media sign up today it's amazing people are loving it now i know that september 11th uh the anniversary is coming up uh and um september 11th is a ways away but uh many times i have to do some studying um i met richard gage uh the guy that uh, heading up the architects and engineers for 9-11 truth met him out in california and i was saying to him i wanted to do a another show for the anniversary and uh so i had a lot of studying to do and i've been doing a lot of studying i I study a lot of things ahead of time and uh this is why you know i try to make sure that every show we do you know at least has research behind it and something that you can at least sink your teeth into rather than just rattling off what i call the, the the party line if you will i try to keep everything that we do original and unique to ourselves with the uh the uh, investigations we do and so i was thumbing through some old uh 9-11 shows that's why i was talking the other day about play it against scam was a show that i did a while back where you know a lot of the time conspiracy theories are made not by you know just some guy in a basement or some guy wanting to get clicks clickbait guys a lot of it has to do with leadership that says beforehand what they plan on doing or what they are doing. And then they kind of cover it up like, oh, we never said that. We didn't, we didn't write that. We didn't, we, you know, and they do that all the time. And I'm fully aware of it because I have this gift of recall. I, I can remember someone saying something and I have to dig really deep into the rabbit hole to dig it out into, you know, open your mind to why conspiracy theories exist in the first place. It's not that I, I want to just spout off a conspiracy theory because I think it's cool. I want to be able to, at least look at these conspiracy theories and say, hold on, you know, the media is not doing their job. They're being lazy. It's packed journalism. They'll tell you, oh, it's all conspiracy theory. Pay no mind to it. 
Well, a lot of the conspiracy theories that are made are based on something leadership has said or someone in the media said. So as I was going through notes and going through all kinds of other histories, I stumbled upon, again, the project for the New American Century, which is this, I guess you could call it manifesto or document that was released in September of 2000. And there's a part in it called Rebuilding America's Defenses, a report that promotes the belief that America should seek to preserve and extend its position of global leadership by maintaining the preeminence of U.S. military forces. And that not only includes all over the world, but here in the United States as well. So basically, it was proposing, how do we get the American people to go along with the idea of a, a police state light being under the control of the watchful eye of Big Brother, the watchful eye of the military, and everybody else would be basically kowtowing to our military and, and kowtowing to everything that we tell. We would, we would basically develop the new world order and we would rule, okay? It's our hegemony as opposed to China's hegemony. It was, it was kind of a, an empire-building experience to read Rebuilding America's Defenses, Strategy, Forces, and Resources for a New Century for the Project the New American Century in September 2000. But not only did the document claim, and this is what, this is what was interesting, is that a year before 9-11 happened, the document claimed that a catastrophic or catalyzing event like a new Pearl Harbor would guarantee this proposed militarized world oligarchy because they were convinced that the American people wouldn't go for it. I mean, just coming up and say, we need this, we need this, we need this to combat this, 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 and this. Americans would say, uh-uh, we don't need this. We can do it ourselves. Everything's fine. But see, they needed a Pearl Harbor, a new Pearl Harbor. That was part of it. We need this is what they said we need a catastrophic and catalyzing event like a new pearl harbor and that that would guarantee a proposed militarized world oligarchy this is what they were saying and it did it caused us to all be scared and they you know brought us the patriot act they brought us all these other things to take our rights away this is the this is the beginning of how it all started but here's the thing that's interesting is the report goes on to say advanced forms of biological warfare that can target specific genotypes may transform biological warfare from a realm of terror to a politically useful tool. Advanced forms of biological warfare that can target specific genotypes may transform biological warfare from the realm of terror to a politically useful tool. So while our new Pearl Harbor became evident after the events of September 11, 2001, a year later, COVID, uh, then COVID-19 happened after that. Uh, after uh, September 11th attacks, it took them some 20-odd years before COVID-19 arrived. So COVID-19 seems to be that advanced form of biological warfare that became that useful tool. And remember what was said in the document. Advanced forms of biological weapons that can target certain genotypes. Now, that's a very important statement that we all need to understand. In a report to the Congress, U.S. Congress, the Department of Defense revealed that its program of creating artificial biological agents included modifying non-fatal vi non viruses to make them lethal and genetic engineering to alter the immunology of biological agents to make treatment and vaccinations impossible. Now, the military report admitted that at the time, it operated about 130 bioweapons research facilities in dozens at U.S. universities and others at many international sites outside the purview of the U.S. Congress and the jurisdiction of the courts. 
Now, this knowledge hasn't been a secret for a long time, which is barely, you know, reached the surface and people are finally figuring it out. In a classified 1948 report by the Pentagon's Committee on Biological Warfare, the main selling point was this, quote, a gun or a bomb leaves no doubt that a deliberate attack has occurred, but if an epidemic slashes across a crowded city, there is no way of knowing whether anyone attacked, much less who, adding hopefully that, quote, a significant portion of the human population within a selected targeted area may be killed or incapacitated with only small amounts of a pathogen. So it's documented in Congress, the U.S. Department of Defense, that this is the most clever way of crippling an area, and that is a biological attack. Now, a targeted biological attack to different genotypes. You target certain genotypes, and those genotypes will die. You can target the old. You can target uh, people of color. You can, you can target homosexuals. You can target, just take your pick of those you want to target, and you can do it with a disease. It's a good political tool, they say. This is what they said. Great political tool to target certain individuals with diseases. And then, if you you know, they said if you drop a bomb somewhere, there's no doubt that you can trace the bomb to the country that did it. If they fire a gun, then you can trace it to the guy who fired the gun. All right. But when you attack somebody using a biological agent or when you attack somebody where a disease or epidemic or pandemic's involved, no one knows where it comes from. It's hard to track it. A lot of plausible deniability here. That's what makes it so effective, right? So... It's also documented in the research paper, Biotechnology, Genetically Engineered Pathogens. The U.S. Air Force acknowledged that it was studying a genetically engineered pathogen or genetically engineered pathogens that could pose serious threats to society, including nanoparticle weapons, binary biological weapons, desired genes targeting genotypes, gene therapy as a weapon, gene therapy as a weapon stealth viruses, host-swapping diseases, and designer diseases, all documented in a research paper called Biotechnology, Genetically Engineered Pathogens. All right. So as I'm looking through all of this stuff, okay, and I'm piecing together, I was doing this for a nine, possibly a 9-11 show, but I started noticing, piecing all together this stuff for fringe analytics in the news, I always stumble on a few things in history that I immediately realize are a perfect fit in the narrative or the narrative that is placed in the margins, whether it be conspiracy theory or something else. And I constantly see these patterns and parallels that may or not be connected. And if you're not paying close attention, they can be seen as non sequiturs. However, there are many stories that the mainstream narrative ignores because of the political resistance. And I have come up with this, this idea I want to share with you about genotype targets with something like COVID-19, the Delta variant, the Lambda variant. And this is this is based on truth, okay? So this is going to be an interesting exercise tonight. 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts, 
Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.